Hey folks, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you've been listening to the Whitfield Report for a while and you're starting to think to yourself, hey, you know what? I could do this podcast thing, but where the hell do I start? Well, folks, I've had a lot of friends ask me that in the last few weeks, and I'm here to tell you all that Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. This means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. You're damn right that's what I'm doing. And what I like about Anchor is that whether you're a novice or an expert, it's incredibly easy to use. They have uh, great tools that you can use to record and edit your podcast if you're a novice just starting out. Or if you're like me and you're an old pro at this, you can bring your own tools and record your audio and then upload the files yourselves. Whichever way you podcast, it's extremely easy to use Anchor, and I highly recommend them. So get started today by going to anchor.fm forward slash start. And I can't wait to hear your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Now go out there and make some podcasts. Hey there, folks. Welcome to the Whitfield Report, special Black Friday edition of the show. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, uh, recording this on Black Friday 2019 here at NGC Studios, and uh, I hope you guys are doing well whenever you're listening to this in the uh, past, present, future hour. Hope your Thanksgiving holiday uh, went well. I know mine did, and uh, first of all, I know I promised this show on uh, Wednesday before the holiday uh, kicked off, and I apologize, but uh, you know, I had some stuff I had to deal with, with uh, school and you know some other IRL stuff uh, on Wednesday that took precedent. Uh, You know, obviously Thursday, which is when I usually do the podcast, that was the holiday. And, uh, you know, I know that some like podcasters out there, you know, put, uh, you know, some content out there for Thanksgiving yesterday, but I didn't. Um, There was no reason for me to. And really, like, if, if you, uh, you know, if you have like a good, you know, family-like gathering. There's no reason to, you know, be listening to podcasts on Thanksgiving, you know, or Christmas for that matter. Uh, you know, hence why I always take like the, you know, like a week before Christmas, you know, up until like New Year's. I always take that gap of time off, you know, from doing the podcast just to give myself some, 
R&R from everything, you know, including the podcast and just kind of recharge my batteries. So we are coming up, you know, at the end of the year and we've done something like, uh, you know, 80 something episodes. I think this will be like episode, uh, you know, 82 or 83 of the of season four of the podcast. So, uh, you know, we've done a great number of shows this year and a lot of them have been good. Some of them have been terrible. Uh, you know, but for the most part, they've all been really good. And, you know, we've had some good bonus shows too, which, uh, you know, by the way, uh, this is technically like part of the Whitfield Report after show. And I actually, uh, as some of you might know, uh, I now have a podcast feed exclusively for the, uh, the after show, uh, as well. So that's its own podcast. And this will be a bonus episode on both the regular feed and then it'll it'll be a standard uh episode on the uh after show feed. Uh I don't know what I'm gonna do with, with the after show feed. I you know I'll put up the after show obviously if I you know when I do that and then uh you know I I might put up some bo- other bonus material too. Uh I don't know. But, um, anyway, like I said, hope your, uh, you know, Thanksgiving holiday went well. Mine, uh, went well. We had, uh, my grandmother over and then my grandfather and his, uh, second wife on my mom's side. Um, and then my, uh, cousins or I guess my second cousins on my dad's side uh, came down uh, here to where we're at in Florida. Even though my parents are divorced, uh, you know, basically my second cousins on my dad's side, they come down to vacation. And in Florida, they're they're snowbirds. And uh, my mom was gracious enough to invite them. And, you know, like, for the most part, the one thing I'm really grateful for... um, about both my mom and dad is like, even though they got divorced, uh, they're still amicable with each other. Like, you know, for the most part and, uh, you know, they're, they're amicable towards each other's family members as well, which, uh, you know, really helped me growing up and, uh, you know, is, is good. So, you know, and like I said, you know, like my dad's, cousins and my second cousins like my mom invited them you know here for Thanksgiving so that was nice and uh we just had like a really great time you know for Thanksgiving uh and like I I love Christmas and New Year's are like my two favorite holidays but um like I you know I I like Thanksgiving too obviously uh, I know some people don't, but I like it. it's not my favorite holiday, but you know that's like Christmas and New Year's. those are my two favorite holidays, like I just said but this this Thanksgiving was really I think it was one of one of the best I've had um by far i I just really had a good time and uh I uh I actually watched uh Avengers Endgame on my own last night. I didn't finish it. I I forgot that that was like a 3-hour uh movie, but 
I got into it a bit last night. I might finish it uh, this afternoon after I uh, finish recording this podcast. And then I've also got a, uh, my mom and I are going to watch The Irishman later tonight, uh, which that movie is actually like uh, three and a half hours long, which, uh, you know, wow. Like The Godfather is three hours long and so is Goodfellas, but, you know, man, this one is, I mean, I know it's an extra half hour, but still, like, in, like, a, like half an hour is half an hour. So, you know, like, I think maybe this is the longest gangster movie out there. I'm not sure, the, the Irishman, but it looks good. And everyone I know who has already seen it, they've said it's really good. So, and I'm, I'm really into gangster films, as most uh, longtime listeners know. You know, The Godfather is... One of my all-time, all if not my all-time favorite films. Um, so, The Irishman looks really good. And, um, you know, Martin Scorsese did a good job. And, and by the way, uh, because people have brought this up over the past couple of months. So, I figured since we're kind of doing like an off-the-cuff, you know, kind of like informal podcast today. I, I figured I would kind of address this because people have been flipping out uh, over Martin Scorsese, Scorsese saying that the DC uh, that the uh, Marvel movies and you know the DC movies and, and that you know the super the superhero movies aren't really cinema cinema right and you know, people are kind of like dismissing him as, you know, like being grumpy and being crotchety, or, you know, or they're just like flipping out and being like, you know, he's wrong. You know, how how dare he insult the, the Marvel movies by saying that they're, that they're not, you know, cinema. You know, that they're not like epic like his movies. I mean, in, in a way, in a way he is right. And before you guys flip out on me and, you know, like, accuse me of taking Scorsese's side, let me preface this by saying, um, you know, as most of you know, I enjoy the Marvel movies, like, you know, so many of you do. I grew up, you know, reading comic books and watching superhero movies before the MCU, you know, Became a thing, and before superhero, before superhero movies, you know, became cool. Um. So, you know, I I I love superhero movies, but he is right that not all of them are, are cinema. Uh, which I think it was more his point. You know, like a lot of them are very good. That there are some that aren't very. Uh, cinematic, you know, and I mean, obviously his definition of cinema kind of varies. They're, they're still good movies, but like, I don't, for one thing, a lot of the, uh, I don't think the Marvel movies are, you know, as gritty, you know, as like the Dark Knight or something. And, uh, you know, they, they, 
they keep things kind of light, lightish or lighter, you know, than, than like even the DC movies and certainly more so than Scorsese's, you know, movies. Um, you know, the, the one thing about the, about the Marvel movies too is you don't really go into like a Marvel movie and like dissect things like the color palette or, um, or, you know, like the soundtrack or anything like that. Like you don't, like most people don't study the Marvel movies, right? They go in to be entertained for, um, you know, like an hour, you know, although Endgame was close to like three hours, right? And, uh, you know, so like, I guess what Scorsese meant, at least how I, you know, translated it was like, the Marvel movies aren't ones that you study, right? You, you enjoy them, but you don't, like, study them and break them down at, at, like, a cinematic level. At least I don't. You know, and I don't necessarily know if he was, if he said that, like, you know, in, like, a, you know, in, like, a mean and trashing way. That, you know, that I, I understand why some people th- thought that that was kind of the vibe he was going for, but I didn't really take it that way. Uh, but, you know, I, I still like the Marvel movies, but, like, in a strange way, I... You know, I, I agree, and, you know, I, I will say the one exception is kind of like Endgame and uh, Infinity War. I think those ones kind of could be, but, you know, again, like, will those be broken down, you know, and, like, studied in film school? I think maybe that's what he meant by, you know, cinematic or whatever, but, um, I don't know. Um... Just thought I'd address that since that, you know, has kind of been like in the back of my mind, uh, you know, for a while. So, yeah, you know, um, so there, you know, so there are movies. It's been a big month for, uh, you know, entertainment just in general. You know, really like, really the last two months, if you think about it, like, you know, no November and, uh, you know, in October. Um, have been, you know, big months in cinema for 2019. Uh, we had the Joker, which I still haven't, we, I still haven't seen Joker yet. And like, here's the thing. I know it's the Joker and I know that, you know, it's, I know that it is a comic book, book move, movie, but I also know it's a horror movie and I, and I'm sorry, but like, I'm just not one of these guys who can do like a horror movie in the, or like a, or like a, you know, or like a slasher movie. I, I can't. Um, it's not because like, you know, I'm, I'm a bitch or anything. I know that you know there are some people who are like, oh, you're, you, you know, you're a pussy or, you know, I just like action movies are one thing. Um, you know, like psychological thrillers and you know horror movies are like another thing. I, I will watch it at home though. Um. And, you know, I've, I've read the reviews and I've even watched some, spo- some uh, you know, spoiler reviews. So, you know, it, 
I kind of know what happens, but I still think I'll, you know, enjoy it. Um, I certainly think there was a lot of overreaction to it, but yeah, I mean, 2019 has been a, you know, a pretty good year for cinema. I know that people are really concerned with, uh, you know, the, the rise of Skywalker, the last Star Wars movie. Uh, and they're concerned about it, maybe for good reason, uh, because of the failure of The Last Jedi, you know, and people are saying that this, you know, movie trilogy isn't, uh, you know, as good, that it makes the, the prequels look good. But, like, you know, here's the thing. People have been, you know, shitting on the, tr- on the, uh, you know, on the prequel trilogy for, you know, years and years and years. You know, and there was never going to be a worse, you know, series of films than the uh, than the prequel trilogy, right? Um, granted, last the last Jedi was controversial, but um, I don't know, man. Like there are Star Wars fans like me who, like, granted, I can you know point out, you know, that yeah, obviously they. Obviously, this sequel trilogy has flaws. Obviously, there are things that annoy me about Last Jedi. You know, there are things that annoy me about, you know, the the prequel, you know, trilogy too. Uh, you know, and if we're being honest, there are plot holes in the original, you know, in the original trilogy too. You know, and it's it's not perfect, but like I enjoy Star Wars. You know, for the sake of. Star Wars, I'm not one of these people who, like, lets their life, you know, get ruined by, you know, uh, because someone's interpretation of movies didn't exactly match up with mine. Although I, I will say, you know, the one exception that to that might be, like, if they were to make, you know, like, James Bond, you know, God forbid... James Bond into like Jamie Bond, you know, like do a female 007, you know, or like somehow fundamentally like alter, you know, 007 to make a more, you know, SJW appropriate. I, I get that that, you know, annoys people, but even so, it's not like that would ruin my life by doing that. I mean, I'd be pissed, but I, you know, I'd, I'd move on. So, you know, in regards to Star Wars, like I'm, I'm cautiously, I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, it could be bad. It could be terrible. Uh, you know, J.J. Abrams could also surprise us all and like knock it out of the park. And like, I don't want to go over, you know, what the rumors are. Uh, but you know, by now, if you're into the Star Wars, uh, movies, you probably already read. The, read the rumors and you know I've read the same rumors you guys have and if those rumors are true well then you know we'll have to we'll have to judge it once it comes out and everyone has had a chance to see the thing like you know um for the you know for the last Jedi I remember there were like supposed spoiler leaks that came out for The Last Jedi, and, um, you know, like, some of the, some of the supposed leaks, 
out there and were were better, you know, than what we actually got. So that's the thing with uh, you know, movies is probably no matter how you know much some guys is you know like they're an inside source and whatnot, you know, it's probably not true. I mean, Disney probably you know has given like fake scripts and whatnot to you know several people just to what they would do, you know, just to see if they would, you know, try and like screw the company over and uh, give a manuscript over to, you know, some like press person or, you know, whatever, like as a loyalty test, maybe. I don't know. But, um, you know, my advice to my fellow Star Wars fans is, you know, don't freak out. It'll be, you know, I think think uh you know rise of skywalker will be okay it might not be great but i think it'll be better than you know everyone's kind of fearing i don't think it's going to be absolutely terrible um you know and like i know that there were some skeptics about the mandalorian too but the mandalorian and you know i i was kind of skeptical of the mandalorian that they would really like over you know over sanitize it you know and make it like a little too PG because it was Disney, but I mean, granted, it, it is like you know a little bit more kid friendly than say like Revenge of the Sith, you know, or like some of the old Republic comic books. But it's still really good in terms of like you know an action packed series and whatnot, and especially Episode Three. I mean, you know, brief spoilers, uh, you know, for Episode Three of The Mandalorian that. You know, that, like, that battle, uh, you know, in, like, the market square on the planet where he is, when he, you know, when he finally re- rescues the infant, like, that was, that was John Wick, you know, meets, like, the Star Wars universe. That was, you know, cool to watch, uh, you know, you get to see, like, an actual Mandalorian, like, you know, doing their thing, like, uh, you know, like gaining their honor back and like, you know, not giving a fuck and, you know, like blasting other bounty hunters away. And I mean, it was just really cool to watch. So, you know, who knows? I mean, I think we've all been presently surprised by the Mandalorian. So who knows? We might be disappointed by rise of skywalker we might be you know thrilled and adulated with, with what we get we don't we won't know until the actual um release day is my uh point here but uh anyway i don't really have anything to review for you guys this week just because you know with the holiday and whatnot i was uh you know i was busy the day before thanksgiving like i said with school stuff and uh, then, you know, yesterday was the holiday. Uh, I'm going to watch some stuff tonight. Like I said, I'm going to try and finish Endgame. Maybe I'll review that, although I know it's, you know, I know it's kind of like old, but whatever. If you guys want me to review it, you know, let me know. Um, either like in the YouTube comments or, you know, something like that. Or, you know, or like shoot me a tweet or something like that 
at Whitfield's Report or, or at CMW underscore NGC. Um, so, you know, so we had a good Thanksgiving and then Black Friday. I mean, I don't know. Um, does anyone, and be honest, I mean, I know that this isn't live, but, you know, be honest with yourself. Does anyone, um, you know, go out there for Black Friday or shop online on Black Friday and not, and like, not buy, you know, crap for themselves as well? Like, I know the, you know, the whole idea of Christmas and whatnot is gift giving, you know, and buying stuff for other people. You know, like, I, I get that, but, like, you know, when when you're shopping on Black Friday, right, in my case, I've never, well, I, well, I take that back, I've gone out maybe once, but most of the time I do all my Black Friday shopping online, like on Amazon, or, you know, like, sometimes I'll go, you know, onto, like, the Ray-Ban site, you know, whatever, and you know, usually, like, a bunch of websites will have, like, stuff marked down. And, like, you know, I'll shop for other people to see, you know, like, sometimes, you know, my mom will mention she wants this or that, you know, off Amazon or the other thing. You know, and I'll I'll find it. But also, like, I'll find stuff that I want, you know. Um, you know, like, I'll find deals on stuff that I've wanted all year. And, I mean, granted, like, I know that the holiday season is coming up. But, um, you know, um, I've also had, like, the experience of there was something I wanted to buy for Black Friday one year, like, you know, a few years ago, and I didn't buy it because I thought it would, like, end up under the tree somehow, you know, and I had told, like, you know, I had told the, you know, people that I wanted this. Well, so I never bought on like Black Friday and yet, you know, and, uh, you know, when it came around for Christmas, the specific thing wasn't under the tree and I wasn't mad that the, you know, I wasn't mad that the person, uh, I wasn't mad that I didn't get it, uh, you know, from like someone else. I was mad that I didn't get, get it for myself on Black Friday because it was, it was like one of those things, like a gut reaction. Uh, you know, it was like, I really should get this now for Black Friday, you know, and like maybe wrap it up for my, myself, you know, or something, and, or, you know, like tell someone I want it, you know, as like my Christmas present, but, you know, I, I didn't. So, um, so I bought, you know, some stuff for myself today, and in addition to some gifts for some other people, uh, I, you know, I bought, I bought, like, a couple of non-Christmas things, too, like, I, I bought myself another pair of, uh, Levi's, um, I have, I have three, two of them I bought, like, a month or so ago on Amazon, because I got, like, a really good deal, and then, uh, and then, I recently got like an I got another pair of Levi's 
today be, because one of the pairs I've had for years and years and years, like I've, I've worn a hole into the knee. And so I've still worn like the, you know, those ones with the hole, but you know, at this point, like it just needs to go. So I found the exact jean at like a really good price. So I, you know, I figured, you know, it's good to stock up on essentials sometimes on Black Fridays too, but uh, yeah, you know, in terms of the whole mob thing out there for Black Friday, you know, if we want to talk about that for a sec, A, I don't know how prevalent that is anymore. Like, I know that, like, back when I was growing up, like, you know, in the mid-2000s, I know that that was, like, a huge thing, and, you know, it was... And like people were worrying that it was a nationwide thing. I know, I know that like crazy Black Friday incidents, like you know, people being trampled. Like I know that still happens in certain parts, but by and large, I'm not sure that happens. You know, as much as the media says it is. I think it's another thing. Like you know, like everything that they like to exaggerate. Um. Now. You know, even without people being, you know, hurt or trampled, you know, or not, I just don't want to go out in those crowds anymore to go shopping or, you know, get up at like 5 a.m. to get, you know, deals on stuff. Are you kidding me? With with Amazon with, and with so many of these, uh, you know, uh, other websites selling their stuff on Black Friday, you know, on sale, um... You might as well do it, like, at home in the comfort, you know, of your office or, you know, in your living room on your iPad or whatever. And just, you know, do it in your PJs or, you know, in your cozy casual clothes or, you know, whatever. Like I said, I haven't done it in years and I don't I don't miss uh, going out on Black Friday. It's just not something I'm into. So, uh, you know, there you have it. Um, and honestly, I like, I think as online shopping becomes more and more prevalent, uh, you know, Black Friday, at least at the, at the, uh, stores, I think, I think it'll, it'll die down in in some areas, maybe in others it won't, um, and I mean, I, I, so here's the other thing about like those crazy, like Black Friday shoppers that trample people you know or like fight over you know stuff in the stores because like we've we've all read like the ridiculous stories in past years of you know like you know so-and-so was based was uh you know maced or pepper sprayed at walmart you know over like over like a dough maker you know or like a like a toast oven or something you know or like a playstation or something know stupid on black friday right like we've all we've all heard those before um right and the media always likes to make it seem like these are incidents unique to black friday but i guarantee you that like if a person is willing to stab you on black friday you know for a toast oven it's not like it's most likely not an ice an isolated incident to black
Black Friday. It's not like they're going to, you know, like behave 364 days a year and then, you know, go completely apeshit, uh, you know, on Black Friday, you know, because of the, you know, drawbuster sale sales. Like, psychosis doesn't work that way. Most, you know, like, I, I bet you that the vast majority of, you know, the people, in fact, all of them, all of the people who are getting, like, really, you know, stupid and, like, violent on Black Friday, they're, you know, probably violent and crazy the rest of the year, too, right? But because, you know, but because, uh, you know, outrage isn't sexy, you know, in the media the rest of the year, obviously you never hear about incidents like that as much, you know, unless, like, you watch TMZ a lot, you know, or any of those, like, really weird, you know, like, world star channels or whatnot. I don't know. Um, so, um, you know, that's my whole thing on Black Friday and uh, Thanksgiving and the holidays, and uh, I don't want to keep this, you know, podcast uh too much longer. I know it's a holiday, but um, you know, I do want to just take a moment to say that in addition to my uh, family and you know close friends who have supported me in all aspects of my life, you know, for years and years and years, I also want to take this uh, you know moment to uh, just express how. I am for you guys who uh, subscribe to the podcast on uh, iTunes or Spotify, you know, wherever else you get the podcast, and uh, you know, also subscribe to the channel on YouTube um, and just support the show in general. Whether you you know interact with me on comments or in the live streams or you know uh you know just anywhere um some of some of you guys are brand new to the show right you uh you've only been here for a couple uh months you know or even like a couple weeks uh some of you you know discovered my show this year some of you guys go all the way back to my uh, you know, very first podcast that I did back in like 2008-2009. And you know, you've been following me since I was a teenager. Um, I've been podcasting for, uh, it, will have, it will be officially 12 years as of March. And uh, I just have to really say thank you to each and every one of you out there, regardless of where you have, you know, of where you've discovered me in my podcasting journey. I really want to thank each and every one of you, um, you know, even, even my haters, uh, you know, for like discovering me and supporting me and, you know, for the haters in a way kind of like pushing me to do better, you know, and to kind of prove you guys wrong. Um, you know, when I was 
14 or 13 and I started podcasting. No one knew what a podcast was. Um, you know, I barely knew what a, what a podcast was. I I started this thing out like as just like a, a, you know, as like just doing like a junior Rush Limbaugh, you know, impression, right? And then I got, you know, like more into the politics side of things and did that for, you know, like several years. know i obviously the, obviously the ben shapiro interview in uh you know 2012 was when i really made my bones in the political arena and uh you know as i've as i've explained recently that was you know soon after i met jason uh you know really who you know really gave me a good start his old podcast network junior factor nation and went on to you know kind of form my own network after I left after that whole group fell apart and uh you know then my own group kind of collapsed and uh you know this podcast has had up, ups and downs and various like you know evolutions and you know revolutions of sorts but um through it all up and down you guys have been amazing those of you who have consistently stuck with me and uh you know uh, just been great supporters of the show and you know all to all the new listeners who are you know curious and you know like still discovering my content and real helping to discover you know what I'm about uh you know I'm still discovering what this podcast is all about you know almost like you know 13 year 13 years later and uh, you know, for those of you who are, who are who ask, uh, I still am going to to cover politics. Um, I still am going to do political commentary in the future. Uh, that isn't going to change. What's going to change is maybe the frequency of it. Um, but you know, like th- this podcast has gone from being like strictly politics and being strictly about, you know, being conservative to, you know, being for lack of a better term, you know, either about my life as a whole or, you know, conversations with, you know, my friends or, you know, with like public figures, if I have them on or, you know, like other podcasters or, you know, and sometimes it's just about like random conversations or monologues like this one. It's, you know, this podcast for me at least has kind of evolved into a little bit of everything. And, um, you know, like obviously I'm listed under both the comedy and, you know, politics podcast uh, categories you know, on most of those platforms. You know, really, like, this is just a, just a smorgasbord of everything I enjoy, you know, politics, uh, pop culture, film and TV, music, you know, long-form interviews, you know, all of that. So, um, you know, nothing is really going to 
change, you know, unless, like, God forbid I die or something, you know, uh, in terms of the, the format, it's just going to, to keep in, you know, to keep, like, getting better. That's my goal. And, uh, like, this is the first year that I've actually successfully monetized the podcast and have actually gotten, you know, like, advertisers through Anchor. And, you know, like, a couple of you have, you know, donated, you know, to my PayPal. Uh, you know, and I got to take the show on the road to Memphis, Tennessee. And, uh, you know, when I went out with my friends for Yalcon, and that was a whole thing. And, and in fact, like, some of you actually were very generous, you know, this when I did that this summer. And actually, you know, more or less paypal me my end of the expenses you know for that trip so that was you know which was like 150 bucks you know and like i'm just thankful for that it's not like i you know it's not like i've begged for it but i'm still grateful you know that people do want to support the show and i mean that's the other thing too is uh i know that like e-begging is kind of a thing i I try not to do that too much with this show, you know, or with any of the live streams, but, you know, please know that if you guys do donate to the show, I really genuinely do appreciate that, and I, I do reinvest that money uh, back into the show, um, you know, and I'm just looking to continuously uh, improve the show and make it better. Um, and some of you have asked about me doing daily content, right? I've played around with this idea before, um, and I kind of go back and forth on it, right? Uh, for one, I'm still a part-time slash full-time college student, you know, working on my major, uh, and so pretty busy with that, uh, and for me to create, like, fresh daily content, I think would be really hard for me to do daily at this point, especially, um, with me basically, you know, running everything from production to post production to uh you know uploading basically like I run the whole entire gamut of things to do on this podcast like this is 100% independently produced uh, you know by me obviously I've had help you know from like evil evil eric with like the logos and whatnot which I'm extremely grateful for and obviously people have helped me out with the music and whatnot, uh, you know, so obviously I'm including people who have, who have helped me with that, but in terms of, like, you know, putting out the actual content and whatnot, it's all me, uh, and so I don't know if I, if I can do, do all that and daily show, um, at this time, if I were to do that, though, I would think what I would do is 
I would put some shows behind a paywall, and I, I know that some of you are uh, kind of grumbling about, about that. Um, but the reason being is, uh, you know, I do make... Make some advertising money uh, off the uh, anchor advertising, you know, the anchor sponsorships. But, uh, you know, it's only like a couple cents per download, you know, per episode, which is still, you know, pretty good money, but it's not, you know, it's not right. Um, and so if I were to do like a, if I were to do a you know, paywall option, already decided that if I were to it would be you know like three uh, you know additional like audio podcasts per month you know or per week I should say uh, and it would cost it would cost five dollars a month like and that would be it I wouldn't rope you in with any like stupid you know like mug club you know dealios or uh you know uh free t-shirts or free, you know, free mugs or anything like that. Um, I would just be giving you additional content for, you know, $5 a month if I were, if I were to do that on my own. Um, you know, now the other thing I've often thought of doing is maybe, you know, having, maybe like forming another podcast now. And like bringing some people on that I really like to, you know, to do podcasts on the network as a whole and kind of have like a rotation of shows, um, you know, uh, not all in like one podcast feed, obviously, but you know, to kind of help others promote their show. And so that's an idea I've run, you know, around my head too. But like I said, I've done that before with JFN and. Uh, NGC and American Watchmen, and it, it it's kind of fallen through whenever I've done that, so I'm not sure about it. But um, you know, at this point, I I know for sure I'm gonna finish out the year just doing you know the two shows per week as much as I can, and then we will revisit that road in 2020. So uh, you know, I really appreciate the enthusiasm and the fact that you guys want daily content. I had the time, believe me, I would love to, uh, you know, give more of that to you, um, you know, for free, uh, but at this point, I just don't think it's viable, so, uh, you know, that's that, um, I might do the occasional, you know, like, third podcast per week, so, like, I do sometimes, but not going to be like a frequent thing. So, um, anyway, folks, I think that just that covers that. Uh, so I will be, uh, on tomorrow on the live stream since tomorrow is Saturday evening. Um, so 10 p.m. Um, Eastern time, youtube.com forward slash Whitfield report. Oh, that is the one other topic. I knew there was one more thing I wanted to uh, bring up uh, before we, you know, concluded this. And I'll, I'll try and keep this one short because I know we're approaching an hour. But, um, 
you know, people are worried, and rightly so, that uh, YouTube is going to start, you know, is going to start just like, you know, mass taking down channels and whatnot because of the new, you know, viability, uh, you know, rules and because of the, you know, because of the COPPA, uh, you know, lawsuit and all that stuff and no one really knows what's going on going on with YouTube right now. Uh, it seems like there's like a new YouTube video um, saying that you know everything is going to change and they're shutting us all down and you know they're taking everything. Or, you know nothing's really going to change. Everyone's overreacting. I don't know what to think with all the YouTube drama. Um, and honestly, I know this might seem weird, you know, considering that I have grown the channel significantly, but, but at the end of the day, like, if my channel does get taken down, yeah, I'll be pretty pissed because of the work that I've put into it, and I understand that, but at the same time, I mean, I mean I've always been an audio podcast guy, um, you know, I've had, like, my own blog and website, uh, so, like, the only thing I'll say about, you know, YouTube is, like, you know, are they overbearing with content? Yeah. Sometimes, do they do stupid shit? Yeah. Um, do you like the fact that they're changing their rules yet again? No. Like, I get all the, I get all the grievances that people have with YouTube, and I definitely think they're legit. But at the same time, I'm not freaking out because I'll continue to do this show. Uh, you know, no, no matter what, even if I have to go back to like doing, you know, audio only, you know, podcast, you know, for both Saturday, Saturday and Thursday, I don't, you know, I don't care. I'll keep, you know, providing you guys the show and, uh, you know, we'll figure out the methods, you know, to do this, to do the show. Um, so I'm not worried long term, you know, for the show, at least on YouTube. Who knows? It could it could be an overreaction. Uh, hopefully, I'll be on YouTube next year. But if not, you guys, uh, you know, know where to find me, and I will, you know, do my best to keep you guys informed. So, uh, you know, anyway, yeah. For those of you asking about the YouTube thing, uh, you know, I'm I'm just getting my ducks in a row, but I'm not overly worried about you know YouTube either. The the show will continue on as best as possible. So anyway, uh, folks, I want to thank you so very much for uh, listening to this. I hope you guys had a great uh, holiday. I know I did. And uh, like I said, I'll see you tomorrow for the live stream. Hopefully I'll have, have a review of The Irishman. Uh, I don't know if any guests will come on. I might have Apex Gamma uh, come on and co-host again because that was always fun. Uh, he's willing to do that. So, um, anyway, folks, I'll talk at you down the road. And uh, from all of us here at NGC Studios, uh, have a good rest of your Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, God bless. God save this great nation. God freedom legacy in that order. And I'll see you for the live stream tomorrow night. Thank you and God bless. Thank you.
Hey there, folks. If you've made it this far to the end of the podcast, I'd like to thank you very much for listening to the show. You are the ones that make it possible for me to uh, make an income from podcasting, and I greatly appreciate that just by listening to our show. You are helping us gain ad revenue. However, if you would really like to uh, help support the show, I encourage you to please donate to the podcast and become a supporter of the show you can head over to anchor.fm forward slash whitfield report and click the support this podcast button and uh, choose the amount that suits you to support the show or you can click the link in the show notes and it will directly uh, take you to that page if you can support the podcast i really really appreciate that Anything that you can do to uh, help out is greatly appreciated, even if you can't afford to uh, help financially support the podcast. I encourage you to please go on iTunes uh, or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and please leave this podcast a positive five-star review. That really helps us out here at the Whitfield Report. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next episode.